0: Welcome to the Resilient Mind Podcast. In this episode, you will be listening to How to Overcome Negative Thinking with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Get access to the Mental Mastery Program and other exclusive episodes by becoming a subscriber. Enjoy. And now I want you to turn to the person next to you and tell them how you did. How many people in this audience lost track of time and space you did how many people here noticed that their body started to get a little impatient got a little frustrated started to think and analyze and the moment you noticed it you settled it back down into the present moment how many people did that every time you do that you recondition your body to a new mind And how many people here started to anticipate what I was going to say next, or when is it going to be over, how long is this going to go? You started thinking about time, and you became aware of it, and you settled back down into the present moment, and you continued to open your focus. How many people did that? Every time you do that, you are mastering your body in some way, and you are freeing your body from the emotional addiction because you are rider on the horse and you are telling your body that you are now the mind how many people understand and so we start our meditations with an open focus because we know now that when we do it you're automatically moving into the operating system of the subconscious where the programs automatically exist and if you're gonna change your life by thought alone you're going to change your body by thought alone, to create some future time by thought alone, then you have to become a thought alone. How many people understand? So now I want you to take out a piece of paper, and I want you to, at the top of that paper, decide what emotion you may want to unmemorize that's become part of your identity that no longer belongs to your future. Now, it could be fear, it could be unworthiness, it could be insecurity, it could be anger, it could be judgment, it could be self-judgment. What else? It could be guilt, it could be shame, it could be confusion, it could be aggression, it could be frustration. I know you want to pick them all, I know. But let's talk about that. Did you ever notice that when you're angry, you're frustrated? When you're frustrated, you're impatient. When you're impatient, you judge. When you're judging, you're envious. When you're envious, you're jealous. When you're jealous, you're insecure. When you're insecure, you're competitive. Ever notice that? Because every one of those are connected to another one neurologically and chemically. Did you ever notice that when you're in love with life, you're joyful. When you're joyful, you're allowing. When you're allowing, you're patient. When you're patient, you're creative. When you're creative, you're spontaneous. When you're spontaneous, you're poised. How many people notice that that's a different state of being? Yes? So I always tell people to pick one because if you lower the volume to anger, you will lower the volume to frustration. If you lower the volume to frustration, you lower the volume to impatience or hatred or judgment. So as you change one, you begin to change them all. How many people understand? So I want you to write that emotion down at the top of the page. And now I know this is where everybody kind of goes like this. (laughs) Look, they're all the same, yes? They're all survival emotions, right? So pick one just as an experiment and write it down. You got it? Really? All right, I'll give you another minute. Now, let's talk briefly while everybody is getting their emotion in order. The difference between feelings and emotions, okay? I've been using those two words interchangeably because it's the easiest way for you to relate with them. But feelings are a group of sensations. So if I feel hot around the neck and I feel my heart racing and my mouth is a little bit dry and I feel heated, I may all of a sudden look at all those different sensations and the moment I name it as anger, it becomes an emotion. But it's an accumulation of different feelings. You understand that, yes? Yes. Who didn't get that? Let me say it another way. Every single sensation in your body, as it begins, is a summation of different feelings. How many people understand that? When you sit down and do your meditation, what you're going to notice at times are different feelings, sensations, like a propensity to want to get up, a propensity to get, feel a rush of rage. That's your body trying to be the mind, right? And then the moment you look at it and say, oh, it's getting angry, you named it as an emotion. But up until that point, it was just a sensation or a feeling. You understand the difference? So then write down an emotion that you want to change, that you've memorized that doesn't belong to your future. You got it written down? Now, here's an important question. How do you think when you feel that way? What are the thoughts that you fired and wired in your brain that are equal to that emotion that you believe is true? Because you only Accept, believe, and surrender to those thoughts without analysis because they're equal to the emotion that you're experiencing. So you auto-suggest those thoughts equal to how you're feeling and those thoughts slip by your awareness because you accept them to be the truth because they're equal to the emotion. You with me? Come on, you guys, come on. You got it? You didn't get it. It bounced off. So if you're living by an emotion, you only accept the thoughts equal to that emotion. If you're feeling fear, then you are going to accept, believe, and surrender to those thoughts without analyzing them as if they were true because those thoughts are being driven by that feeling. And that feeling is going to reinforce that thought. And that auto-suggestion is going to slip by your conscious mind and plant itself in the autonomic nervous system. So then the antithesis of that is, you will not accept, believe, and surrender to any thoughts that aren't equal to the emotion that you're experiencing. How many people understand that? So then, you would have to agree then, though, if you were to change your state of being and begin to change your emotional state, then you would auto-suggest and believe and accept and surrender to those thoughts equal to how you are feeling. Inspired, gratitude, appreciation, and love with life. That you would accept those thoughts equal to how you are feeling. You with me now? Yes. So then, write down a few thoughts that you think when you feel that way. You know, if you're impatient, you may have a thought like there's never enough time, or nobody gets me. Or people take too long to get things done. What is the thought that you think when you feel that way? Because that thought begins to create the same feeling that drives the same thought. And you've got to become conscious of your unconscious thoughts. How many people understand? So list at least two thoughts. If you're brave, you can list three. <laughs> Now, these are old circuits that you fired and wired in your brain that become a hardwired program, and now you're going to begin to observe those thoughts and begin to become conscious of them so you never go unconscious again. That thought won't slip by your awareness because you're conscious of it now. How many people are with me? So now, I want you... To draw a line or under the, underscore it, and then I want you to write down how you act or how you behave when you feel that way. What do you say? If you're suffering, do you complain, do you blame, do you make excuses, do you feel sorry for yourself, do you judge other people? What do you do? What do you say when you feel that way? Become conscious of your unconscious self so that you can retire it and leave it behind. Because you, as you observe it now and you become conscious of it, you are going into the operating system where it exists subconsciously and bringing it to your awareness so it never goes by unnoticed by you again. You with me? So list at least two or three behaviors. Or habits. And now... I want you to list at least two other emotions that come out of that emotion. In other words, if you're impatient, and if that's what you're changing, do you get frustrated and do you get judgmental when you're impatient? If you're angry, do you get hostile? And, uh, what, what, no, pick two emotions that come out of that emotion, and I just want you to become conscious of those unconscious states of mind and body you got it now if i said to you could you remember this list if i asked you to remember it could you remember it Hmm. yes Yes? good now turn the page over or flip your pad and now what are the thoughts that you do want to fire and wire in your brain that you want to put your attention behind. For example, if you, were, if you were impatient, maybe a new thought would be, I live in no time and I accomplish everything. I like that a lot better. Or how about the universe works in my favor? What are, what are the thoughts? Possibility always finds me. The unknown is part of my normal life. The unexpected always occurs. List at least two thoughts to three thoughts you want to fire and wire in your brain. If you are unworthy, you may say, I matter in the universe. My existence is important. I make a difference in the world. List at least two thoughts that you want to put your attention behind. Can you list at least three behaviors? And begin to decide who you're going to be when you open your eyes. Plan your actions, what choices you're going to make. And if you're able to rehearse who you're going to be, isn't it the same as the piano players? Come on. If you're rehearsing what you're doing, aren't you installing the circuits in your brain ahead of the actual experience? And the more you rehearse it, the more the hardware is installed, the more it becomes a software program. So, what behaviors and actions, steps, choices, will you take from this new state of being? So, if you remind yourself of who you no longer want to be, and you remind yourself of who you do want to be, then you would have to say, then, that you would have to begin to plan your actions and rehearse them, so that you begin to change the brain and body to look like the experience has already occurred. You with me? I'm reminding you of this, yes? You've learned this already. Hmm? Now, list at least two or three behaviors. And a lot of times I find myself when I create my behaviors is about a presence, an energy, who I'm being. And then what emotions. Do you want to live by, in other words, can you teach your body emotionally what it feels like to be abundant, to have all your needs met? Can you teach your body emotionally what it feels like to be a genius and have unlimited mind? If there is an experience out there, then there's an emotion that goes along with it. So then, can you give your body a taste, a sampling of the future? And can you become so involved in your internal pictures, in your internal representations, that the thought becomes the experience, and you begin to produce the emotions as a result of that experience, and you go from thinking to being without doing anything? How many people are with me? So then, some people, now listen closely, some people will have to get the intention clear in their mind on who they want to be. And once they get the intention clear in their mind, then they begin to think about how they're going to act, and as they begin to think about how they're going to act, all of a sudden the emotion comes because the experience becomes real. Other people have to move into the experience of the feeling first. You have to feel gratitude, they have to feel joy, they have to feel what it's going to feel like and allow those feelings to drive thoughts and begin to plan behaviors, but it doesn't matter, just move into a state of being, and when you move into a state of being, you are changing your energy, and you're broadcasting a whole new electromagnetic signature, and that electromagnetic signature that you are broadcasting has to be a clear intention combined with an elevated emotion. Did you hear me? so then this is what I should see when we get to the process of creation I should see a little of this your heart should open and you should teach your body what it would feel like because you want to give your body a taste of the future and I swear to you if you can bring up the emotion ahead of the actual event you are signaling new genes in new ways how do I know that I've seen it over and over again in one meditation you with me So if you understand that you can bring up the emotion ahead of the actual event and it signals new genes and new ways, then you're just like the maids who are understanding what they're doing. You put more intention behind it, you produce a better result. How many people are with me? So here's how the meditation is going to go today. We're going to do an open focus meditation and the purpose of that is to create alpha, organized, coherent brainwave patterns so that your brain begins to work in unison. That psychic union that's created as different compartments of the brain begin to hold hands makes you feel more whole. And you'll get beyond your body, your environment, and time. And then I'm going to say to you, what was that emotion that you've memorized that's become part of your identity? You can't go to a new future holding on to the emotions of the past. And I'm going to ask you to recognize what that emotion is. And then I'm going to ask you to turn to the power within you, the giver of life, the great observer within you, who is your best friend, who knows everything about you. And it honors your free will, and it does not intervene unless you ask it, because it understands that if you're happy being unhappy, it only endorses who you're being. So now you're going to turn within to this intelligence, and I want you to know that it is real. And I want you to know that you can't see it, you can't taste it, you can't smell it, you can't hear it. It is an invisible essence that's giving you life. And if you understand that it is real, and you begin to talk to it and admit to it who you've been, what you've been hiding and what you want to change about yourself, you are laying it on the altar. And I'm telling you, this intelligence has the most amazing sense of humor. I can tell you that from experience. So you are going to admit to it who you've been and what you want to change about yourself. You are now interacting and developing a relationship with it. How many people are with me? Now, this is the hardest part of the whole day after that. I'm going to ask you to open your mouth and outwardly declare what, you, what emotion you want to unmemorize. Now, there's going to be a long pause, and then someone's going to go... Fer, 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 fer. Now, why is that? Because this doesn't want anybody to know about this. Would you agree? And the moment your body doesn't want to do it and you speak it anyway, you begin to liberate the body and you begin to break your emotional bonds with everyone and everything in your life because the moment you speak it, it's no longer hidden. How many people understand? And you begin to liberate energy. Just say it. The body's not going to want you to do it. Say it anyway so that you begin to close the gap between how you appear and who you really are after that it's easy okay and then I'm going to ask you to turn to the power within you the giver of life and I'm going to ask you to surrender this emotion to a greater consciousness and ask it to resolve it in a way that's right for you I love doing this part because once I surrender I understand that a greater mind already has the answers And if I can give it up to a great parent, just like giving it up to a great parent, I'm going to allow it to take care of it for me. You with me? So you are going to open the door and let it go. And we have had people, the moment they've done that, 10 years of pain disappear in their body. Like someone lifted a blanket off them. But then, here's the deal. You can't, by free will, go back to your old self. So I'm going to say to you now, you got to remind yourself of who you no longer want to be. And you are going to review those thoughts you no longer want to think, those behaviors you no longer want to demonstrate, and those emotions you no longer want to live by because that's your past. And all I want you to do is to become conscious of your unconscious thoughts, your unconscious behaviors, and unconscious emotions. You with me? And if you can observe them, it means you're no longer the program, you're the consciousness observing the program, and you are objectifying your subjective self. And the more you can observe yourself, the more dominion you have in going, staying conscious and not going unconscious. You understand? And then I'm going to say to you, we're going to play a little game. It's called the stop game. Or we'll call it the change game. And I'm going to give you a series of three scenarios. In the first scenario, I'm going to say change. I'm going to say, here you are in your life, and all of a sudden you start noticing that familiar feeling, and I'm going to say, what are you going to do? And I'm going to say, you say change. Change. And then the second situation that I give you, you're going to say change out loud with me. You got it? Yes? And then the last situation, I'm going to ask you, what do you say, and you're going to say change by yourself. Now, why are we doing that? We are creating conscious control. And I can't tell you how many people have told us that they're in the midst of doing something and all of a sudden they change! (laughs) Well, why does that happen? You programmed it subconsciously. I want that voice to be the loudest voice in your head. Do you understand? And I'm going to say to you, what do you do? You change, that's right. Because nerve cells that no longer fire together no longer wire together. Oh, and by the way, living by that emotion was never loving to you. You don't want to signal the same genes in the same way. You get the idea? And now we've just retired the past. That's the unlearning process. And then I'm going to say to you, come on. What is the greatest expression of yourself that you want to be? Come on, who do you want to be when you open your eyes? Come on, move into a state of being. Change your energy. And the hair on the back of your neck has to stand up, and you have to feel empowered in that moment. You have to emulate the divine. You have to feel lifted, and your heart has to open. And I'm going to say to you, come on now. Move into that state of being. It's time to change your energy. When you change your energy, you change your life. What thoughts do you want to think and fire and wire them in your brain, and what behaviors will you demonstrate when you are this being? And I want you to run through them and let the thought become the experience and to let the emotions move you into the future. And that emotion is signaling new genes and new ways, and I'm gonna ask you to go from thinking to being, and I'm gonna to say to you, you can't get up as the same person who sat down you have to get up as somebody else. How many people are with me? Now, if you say to me, well, I really didn't feel like it. Well, that means I'm gonna to say to you, well, what were you so addicted to? Come on, you can do it, can you not? Yes. And I'm gonna say, give your body a taste of the future. Can you teach it emotionally what it's going to feel like? And just allow your heart to open and the emotion that I use all the time is being in love with life. Because when you're in love with life, you're in love with yourself and you're in love with everything in it. You listening? And if you can, I I can't tell you how many people that create from being in love with life and you know what they say to me? I'm having dinner with them and they've overcome their disease or overcome their conditions or they got this new job and they say, I gotta tell you, I'm so in love with my life I'm like, of course, you created from that state of being. And then I'm going to ask you to surrender it and let it go. And then just like the piano players, you're going to rehearse it and bring it up again. Why? Nerve cells that fire together, wire together. And you have to be able to bring it up on command at any moment. And you are going to move into that state of being and change your energy a second time. You got it? And you're going to get big and you're going to broadcast a signal into the field, and that broadcast is, this is my future. And when I see your energy change, I'm going to say to you, now it's time to command matter. It's time to command a destiny. And if you are more energy and less matter, you are more wave and less particle, and you've surrendered that emotion, you have available energy. And now that available energy is for you to use to observe a new future. And I'm gonna say, what do you want? Come on, a new state of being is a new personality. And a new personality creates a new personal reality. And all I want you to do is if it's freedom, it's a pair of wings. You just see it and you say to the observer, take a look at that. That's my future, empower my creation. What's next? If it's opportunity, it's a door. What do you want? If it's a, a new relationship, it's a big heart. I don't know, I'm making this up, if it's gold coins, whatever it is, I just want you to see it and command it. Not hoping, not wishing, observing it. And that is your future. And you are causing infinite waves of possibility to collapse into new patterns of information called a quantum event or experience in your life. And I can tell you that people have done it in a matter of moments. A lady in Houston, Texas, in an event in that beautiful Unity Church there, was sitting in the front row with her son. And her husband was wrongfully accused of a crime in South America. And he was in jail for over five years. And the 14-year-old son and her moved into a new state of being. And when it came time to command matter, they just saw that prison cell open. They didn't figure out how it was going to happen, they just saw the end result. They observed the destiny. And I was putting my computer away at the end of the event and signing books, and they were standing off to the side, waiting for me. And now, I've seen people, adults, emote. I'm used to that. But when I see a 14-year-old kid with his shirt soaked from crying, he's got my attention. And when I was finishing the event, she was sitting right here, she got up and ran out of the room right after the meditation, right after we finished the meditation. And she came up to me and she said, we, um, my husband was wrongfully accused of a crime, we're Germans and we we were living in South America and, you know, um, he was in prison for five years and my son hadn't seen him and we just saw the prison cell open and she said, I finished my meditation and the phone rang and it was my husband and he called me up and he said, I don't know what just happened, they just walked over, they opened the prison cell and told me to leave. Now, all they did was observe a destiny. We had a woman in London who was losing all of her bone matrix and her upper mandible here. And she was losing so much that they couldn't put implants in because there was nothing to attach it to. And when she got to the point where she was commanding matter, she just saw, she just processed the stream of consciousness. She just saw a, a dog's jaw, like, you know, a dog with its teeth, a canine canines, she just saw that, and she knew that that was a strong jaw. Within two weeks, she went back for an x-ray. All of her bone remineralized in two weeks, and her teeth were moving back just by observing a destiny. Shall I keep going? <laughs> yes. buddy of mine in, in London, he works as much as I do, and he came to the event, and when it came time to command matter, all he wanted to do was go on a vacation. That's all he wanted to do. And all he saw was he put his feet in the sand. And he said, I want to be with creative, fun, exciting people. He's walking me back to my hotel in Belgravia. I'm walking alongside him. The phone rings. And as we're walking, he's talking on the phone. He's a big Polish guy. He takes his hand and he puts it against my chest. And he pushes me against the wall like this. And I'm in the middle of London like this, (laughs) leaning against the wall. And he's looking at me. And he's talking on the phone. He's frowning. Well. One of his friends from the London Opera House won a trip for four people to Malaga in Spain. And he called him up and invited him to go in the next month. And he was bringing a playwright and a musician, and, you know, they were all going together. It happened on the way back to my hotel. So then, when it comes time to command matter, you can't be a victim. You can't be guilty. You can't be uncertain, you can't be wishy-washy, you can't be hopeful. You have to be divine, and you have to be empowered, and you have to be unlimited, and you have to bless that future with your energy. And if you are creating with your own energy, then it has to find you. It's your energy. How many people understand? You are entangled to it. You got it, yes? But you have to change your energy to get to that state because you have to move into a new state of being. You have it? And then after that, I'm going to ask you to surrender it and give it up to a greater intelligence. Give it up and allow it to execute it in a way that's right for you. And then you're going to take your left hand and you're going to place it over your heart. And you are going to bless your body with a new mind. You are going to bless your life that be an extension of your mind. You're going to bless your future that it no longer be your past. You're going to bless your past that it turns to wisdom. You're going to bless your soul that it wakes you up from this dream and that you never forget. You are going to bless the challenges and adversity in your life that they initiate you into greatness. And you are going to bless the unseen, the intelligence within you and all around you to move closer to you, to move in you, to stir in you to move through you and to move all around you and to show cause and evidence in your life. And that you want a sign from it to let you know that it is real so that you keep continually being a creator. And then I'm gonna say to you, and finally move into a state of gratitude. I want you to give thanks for your life before it's made manifest. For gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership, because gratitude means it has already happened. And if the thought sends the signal out and the feeling draws the event back, the longer you linger in gratitude, the more you are a magnet to your new life. How many people understand? Now, that is not an intellectual process. Did you hear me? It's guts. You gotta feel it. And when you get up from your meditation, not praying, hoping that your prayers are going to be answered, you get up like your prayers are already answered, then it's done. There's no analyzing any longer because you've just experienced the event. How many people understand? So, you got it? All right, let's do it. Now, I want you to listen to me. If your body... Gives you trouble, master it. That's your job. If your body begins to buck and kick and get sweaty and itchy and you start feeling pain, it's trying to unseat you. Say, come on, that's it? We're taking you across the river and you're going to be so happy when I'm through with you. You with me? Don't you open your eyes and look at me. I'm going to wave at you if you do. (laughs) You're doing that to reaffirm your identity. Become nobody, become no one, become no thing, become nowhere, become no time. Surrender into possibility. That's who we are. So can you give me your best? That's yes. all I ever want from you is your best. So I want you to turn the person next to you and I want you to say goodbye to them because you're coming back as somebody else. Can you stay present with me? Yes. Come on. People are doing the miraculous around the world and they're no different than you. It only takes a little enthusiasm and a little inspiration to be greater than yourself. And when you overcome yourself, you will impress yourself and you will feel so humble and so great at the same time, there's only one thing you wanna do and that's give. You wanna contribute, you wanna make a difference in the world because all your needs are met in that moment and you feel connected to something greater. That is the natural state of being. That's who we really are. But we have to cross the river to get there. You with me? If you're wearing glasses, please remove them. If you're wearing a watch, take it off. Please sit up straight. Here we go. Eyes closed. We are divine beings, that's who we are. We are gods in the flesh. We are sentient beings, creators of destiny. To be greater than your body, to be greater than your environment, and to be greater than time means you are the master of your body, the master of your environment, and you are the master of time. Be inspired by your own greatness. It's in you. Now, can you become aware of the space between your temples in space and can you sense the volume of space between your temples in space. And now Can you rest your awareness in a space, in the center of your head, in space, and can you feel. the energy of space in the center of your head in space. Can you become aware of the space under your tongue in space and can you sense the volume of space beneath your tongue in space. Now, can you become aware of the volume of space that your entire head occupies? in space and can you sense the energy of space within your head in space. And now, can you become aware Of the space around your head in space and can you sense the energy of space around your head. In space Now, can you sense the space under your chin in space? And can you feel? the energy of space around your throat in space. Can you sense the space beyond your back in space? And can you feed? the energy of space beyond your spine in space. Now, can you sense the space beyond your chest in space? And can you feel? The energy of space around your chest in space. And can you become aware of the space between your thighs in space? And can you feel? the volume of space between your legs in space. And now, can you sense the energy of space beyond your legs in space? And can you feel the volume of space around your legs in space? Can you become aware of the space beyond your feet in space? And can you sense the energy of space around your feet in space? And now can you become aware of the space between your shoulders and the walls of this room? in space? And can you sense the width of space that this entire room occupies in space and can you become aware of the space beyond this room in space and can you sense the energy of space around This room in space. And can you become aware of the volume of space that all of space takes up in space? That emotion you wanted to unmemorize that keeps you connected to your past. You can't create a new future holding on to the emotions of the past. And now there is a power within you, the giver of life, the observer, that loves you so much. It's time to turn within and in your mind, admit to it who you've been, what you want to change about yourself, and what you've been hiding. Come on, talk to it in your mind, it's real. Develop a relationship with a greater consciousness. Now, it's time to declare that emotion and free your body, closing the gap between how you appear and who you really are, breaking emotional bonds with your past, present life, Come on, open your mouth and say it. Declare it. Beautiful. Freeing the body from the mind. And now it's time to surrender this emotion to a greater consciousness, to lay it on the altar and give it up to a greater authority and allow a greater consciousness to take it from you and surrender it to a greater mind allowing it to organize it in a way that's right for you simply open the door and give it up let go surrender that part of yourself to a greater mind it's real and now it honors free will so, before we create a new future, it's time to become conscious of those unconscious thoughts so that you may never go unconscious again. To remind yourself of those habits and behaviors that are driven by this emotion. and to observe the other emotions that are derived from this emotion simply become conscious of your unconscious self and remind yourself of who you no longer want to be what thoughts you no longer want to think What choices and behaviors you no longer will make. And what emotions that will no longer bring you to a lower denominator. Simply simply observe the old self. Simply become conscious of your unconscious self so you never go unconscious again. Now it's time to play the change game. First situation, I say change. Second situation, you say change with me. And in the last scenario, you say change by yourself. Now imagine it's morning, and you're getting ready for your day, and you're putting your clothes on, getting ready, and all of a sudden, you start to notice that familiar feeling come up, and the moment you notice it, you say, change. That's right, you change. Because nerve cells that no longer fire together, no longer wire together. And by the way, living by that emotion has never been loving to you. You don't want to keep signaling the same genes in the same ways. Now play with me on this one. It's the middle of the day and you're driving somewhere, in a vehicle. And as you're driving along, all of a sudden you start to sense that familiar feeling come up, and the moment you sense it, what do you say? Change. Change. That's right, you change. Because the rewards of being healthy and happy are so much more important than living by this emotion. And now you play by yourself on this one. It's evening now. And you're getting ready for bed. And as you're pulling the covers down to get in bed, You start, and living by that emotion has never been loving to you. Now come on, it's time to move into a new state of being. Come on, who do you want to be when you open your eyes? broadcasting a whole new electromagnetic signature. It's time to marry a clear intention with an elevated emotion. What thoughts do you want to fire and wire in your brain? What behaviors will you demonstrate in your new life? How will you act? What choices will you make? How will you breathe? How will you move? How will you walk? And how would it feel to be this person? Can you teach your body emotionally what it feels like to be in this future now? Come on, let the thought Become the experience in your mind and be moved by the emotion of that experience, signaling new genes in new ways, changing your brain and body ahead of the experience. Come on, open your heart and allow your body to respond to a new mind. Come on, feel with me. You can't get up as the same person who sat down. Give your body a taste of the future emotionally. live that future what choices will you make plan your behaviors what experiences will lead to the emotions Beautiful and for a moment now surrender your creation to a greater mind Come on, let's bring it up again now one more time Come on be defined by your vision of the future move into a new state of being and change your energy. Come on, open your heart and fall in love with the new life. What thoughts do you want to fire and wire in your brain? How will you act, rehearse who you're gonna be when you open your eyes? What will you do? How will you live? And can you teach your body emotionally what it feels like to be in that future now signaling new genes and new ways. Come on, let the thought become the experience. And emotionally embrace the event so your body as the unconscious mind is living in that future now. Move into a state of being. Now a new state of being is a new personality and a new personality creates a new personal reality from this elevated state of mind and body. It's time to command matter. Let the images come and hold that image for the observer to observe and bless that future with your energy and entangle your energy to that destiny don't edit don't analyze simply command matter and be moved by the spirit be expanded and emulate the divine come on fall in love with your creation the quantum observer or collapsing infinite fields of energy into an event called an experience in your life. But you have to be more energy and less matter to do it. Be the observer of your destiny and emulate the divine. creation to a greater mind planting a seed in possibility and allow it to organize it in a way that's right for you let go and surrender To emulate the divine is to be divine. To emulate the creator is to be creative. And now take your left hand and place it over that beautiful heart. And I want you to bless your body with a new mind. That it be lifted. To bless your life, that it be an extension of your mind. To bless your future that it no longer be your past to bless your past that it turned to wisdom to bless the challenges in your life that they initiate you to greatness To bless your soul, that it wake you up from this dream. To bless the divine in you. That it move in you. That it move through you and that it move all around you and that it show cause and evidence in your life that it show you a sign in some way that you made contact with it to let you know that it's been paying attention to your efforts and that it bring it in a way that you least expect That it surprise you and leave no doubt that it's come from this mind. So that you're inspired to do it again and again and again. Now if the thought sends the signal out and the feeling draws the event back, I want you to move into a state of gratitude. Come on, open your heart and give thanks for a new life before it's made manifest. And the longer you linger in gratitude, the more you draw new life to you for the emotional signature of gratitude means the event has already happened. Gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership. Come on, feel. are the magnificent ones, that's who we are. We are the mystics in material form. We are the creators of destiny, that's who we are. Memorize this feeling, come on, memorize this feeling Beautiful. And now bring your awareness back to a new body, to a new environment, and to a whole new time. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Now I want you to find someone and embrace them and smear that wonderful energy all over them. How many people here understand now what I mean when I say you can't get up as the same person who sat down? You understand that, yes? So then, when the inner experience becomes as real as the outer experience, when that occurs for for you, it will literally rewrite the program. How do I know this? Because when we saw people in our advanced workshops finally get out of the way, and a greater intelligence began to consume them, the energy from the body went into their brain. And it was producing high levels of gamma in their brain super awareness, super consciousness. And the sympathetic nervous system merges with the parasympathetic nervous system. And all of that energy for digestion and orgasm and ejaculation and for stress and tigers chasing you is being sent up to the brain. And it's intercoursing with the brain and the brain goes into a heightened state and the inner experience is more real than anything you've ever had in your life. And that is when the program is rewritten. How many people understand? So then, if you had one of those moments in your life, would you go back to business as usual? Hmm? Would you care about the aggressive driver driving aggressively in front of you? Or if you knew that your future was coming, would you sweat the details of your present life? You would be in the future already, wouldn't you? So then, the hardest part of all of this Is making the time to do it making time for your precious self to be a creator and when you trade in the idea that thought is more real than anything else you stop creating you've done that for some emotion that keeps you believing that the outer world is more real than the inner world how many people understand and you know what I don't really care if you stop doing it What I care about is if you start again. Hmm? To me, that's greatness. Is that you get back on and you start over again. And that unworthiness or guilt or shame or all those emotions, you either have a choice to manage your energy properly because where you place your attention is where you place your energy. And if you're putting your attention on those emotions and those emotions are a record of the past, then you're putting your energy in the past. But the people who understand this and are putting their energy into the future every single day, and they get beyond their analytical mind, and they can get present with the divine. You know, that divine is a consciousness, it is an awareness, and it demands your presence. And just like when you're present with your family or your children or your co-worker or your lover or your wife or your husband or your pets or whatever, you know when people are present with you, don't you? So then this intelligence demands your presence. You have to be in the moment with it. You can't be thinking about everything else because it's saying, what do you want? I can't tell what you want. You're all over the place. But when you're present with it and you make time to move into the present moment, Don't you know the more you practice being present in your meditation, the more present you'll be in your life? Becomes a habit, a skill, just like anything else. And all of a sudden, all the things that you were obsessing about, you know, the worst case scenario in the future, you're no longer thinking about because you've overcome it in your meditation. How many people understand? But this intensive workshop is the foundation for you to understand the language. And when I get lost in my life, and I do, by the way, when I get lost in my life, I go back to the basics. And I remind myself who I no longer want to be, and I remind myself of who I do want to be. And I work until I start overcoming myself. And I know that I'm overcoming myself because I get pretty light, and I stop analyzing so much. And I've had the miraculous happen to me many times. And I can tell you the only common thing when the miraculous has found me was I was absolutely silly I was kind of light and playful and celebrating life and I wasn't thinking and boom it just happened because that's the exact state of acceptance I'm celebrating life and of course life celebrates me so then the moment you start analyzing and thinking about when it's going to happen or where it's going to happen you just return back to the old self So then to get up from your meditation and maintain a modified state of mind and body your entire day is called greatness. And when you're able to do that, you're emulating Nelson Mandela. You're emulating Joan of Arc. You're emulating Queen Elizabeth I. You're emulating um, Martin Luther King or Gandhi. You're being greater than the conditions in your life. And when you do that, as I said last night, you give people permission to do the same and when you show up in a whole different state of being people are going to want to know what you know and I always tell our advancing groups you know when you're changing you stop talking about it you're too busy being it you're too busy being that change and so the way you change the world then is you change yourself would you agree you begin with yourself and if you keep overcoming those things about yourself and i'm overcoming the things about myself all of a sudden we have that principle of emergence you know all those birds fish moving in the same direction because everybody's leading all at once we're connected to a greater consciousness and when you go from being selfish driven by the hormones of stress and overcoming yourself every day till you become something else You will become selfless, and the joy that you feel as a result of that causes you to do only one thing, and that is to contribute, to give. You say, I feel so amazing. I want you to feel the way I feel, so here, take that. I don't need it. And all of a sudden, we start demonstrating the divine in all areas of our life. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you're enjoying the content, you can access exclusive material by becoming a subscriber. Continue strengthening your mind by listening to our other episodes.